0: Hey, this is Celeste, and you're listening to Jews with,
1: with Benefits. Benefits. Jews with Benefits is going to be an improvisational conversation in which we reflect on modern relationships, culture, and communications.
2: With humor, we navigate the dysfunction of the group in our lives, deconstructing
3: our beliefs and trauma. We'll spend a half hour in conversation, bringing our diverse identities, belief systems, and values to topics related to modern life.
0: In individual segments, we will delve into our unique interests and experiences as we analyze and laugh about dating and relationships.
2: Hey, I'm Svetlana and this is my bio. Svetlana believes she's sexy even though this is just an attempt to cover her clumsiness. When she doesn't know how to resolve an issue, she just moves to a new continent. This is what Vox says about me. My comrade Svetlana, is sultry but sleepy. She has European experience to dating. If she isn't performing, she's exploring American culture for the KGB. We bonded over our similar relationships with Jewish. And this is what Ben said about me. Svetlana cannot remember events after drinking and easily forgets things. Hussing matters to her a lot, even though she falls asleep easily. She is probably a serial monogamist, but doesn't date white guys. She's very cultured and knows a lot about Yiddish, Yiddish and other cultures. And Celeste read this about me. I think of Svetlana as a queen of some bohemian enclave. People that come and go in her life and spaces are somehow marginalized, othered, queer, in need of validation, or who unabashedly embrace non traditional lifestyles. These people gravitate towards Svetlana's spaces as if in an early 19th century salon, seeking Refuge from a buttoned-up oppression Surrounding daily life Svetlana embraces them With open arms and a generous heart And this environment has generated the possibility for this podcast International dinners, film viewings Validation circles, boys' night, girls' night And more Svetlana is an academic and teacher And of course, devastatingly brilliant She has an understated but undeniable Soviet beauty mm. And men often project their dream girl fantasies onto her and she obliges them to various extents.
0: Welcome to Jews with Benefits. Uh, I'm Celeste. And today we're going to be talking about virginity. And I wanted to raise this topic because the idea of virginity has been very influential in the way I think about sexuality. And it was kind of a game changer for me when I Um, understood it to be only as much a part of one's identity as one allows it to be and that sexual experience happens can happen gradually there's no one moment necessarily when you like become a suddenly sexually wise experienced person um (laughs) (laughs) you know
1: speak for yourself (laughs)
0: <laughs> all right, I am. I came
1: from the womb, <laughs> fully apprised of all
0: sex. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. Um, it's like the Queen's <laughs> You do you. <laughs> um. But I just, I thought it was interesting because, like, I was definitely one of those people. I feel like in, like, young adult literature, like, they depict this. I don't, this is probably an American, fucked up American thing. But, like, how, like, after, like... You somehow, like, look different after you lose your virginity. Like, people can tell on your face, oh, no. you know? <laughs> and, like, oh, no. you're like a woman when you're, like, after you've had that experience. Um, um, and it's just so interesting because for men, it's not really supposed to impact their identity quite the way it does for women. It's not quite – it's it's certainly some version of a right of – as well. Oh, yeah. Well – Okay, well, let me put it this way. There's not quite the same amount of negative baggage associated with sexual experience for men. Um, there's not as much of an emphasis on saving oneself for marriage for okay. men. Um, or And the concept of purity is not really applied to men in the same way.
1: I think it's because men just aren't pure.
0: <laughs> like, um,
1: men are just not is, made of is pure Is anyone best. really pure? Um, I am.
0: <laughs> and that's, um, I also, um, my understanding of virginity also really developed when when I was religious and I spoke with friends of mine who had experienced sexual abuse in this toxic culture and thought of themselves as somehow less pure or less um, desirable in a marriage context because of something that had happened to them that they had no control over, which really, uh, bummed me out to be quite frank and, um, made me really like think why the hell were they less pure for being assaulted? Like that really disrupted the whole notion of it for me. Um, and like when we talk about, like sex being in the brain and like i think also like sexual identity and sexual um understandings of oneself happen in a cultural context but you could also like undo some of the damage hopefully i hope in like these messaging this messaging we get about purity and um sexual experience impacting one's identity somehow or one's desirability somehow
1: i mean it's virginity is or virgins are generally like less desired as mates because they have like less practice um and it gives a lot of people a lot of anxiety like i uh was on facebook commenting with this person in a group where they're like i'm 25 and still a virgin wow
0: but can we just talk about how like a virgin is like an identity (laughs) like the way that that's like spoken about
1: sure Mm -hmm. yeah i mean it is and it's not one that's but that's bullshit yeah it's not important at all Uh, yeah right i I agree wholeheartedly um and so like i'd ask this person like lady friends because they were talking about how they wanted to have a lady to like help them through that transition part you know It was giving them lots of anxiety. And they're like, no, I don't have any lady friends. And like, do you, like, are you asking women out? And they're like, not really. And I'm like, well, you gotta do some of that stuff, right?
0: And also, like, also thinking about virginity in terms of like gay women, for example, like, is like penetrative sex by a penis? what's required for okay. someone to make that transition from virgin to non-virgin because it's just hilarious to think of, like, some super, um, like, experienced lifelong lesbian as somehow more virginal than <laughs> someone with, like, a lot less sexual experience overall. It's just, it's complete bullshit. Yeah.
1: Um. I mean, I'm not a lesbian, I think, so I can't really, can't, like... <laughs> you know. But
0: then that also, like, is also non-penetrative sex even among heterosexual people still sex i think yes
1: i i I think as soon as you're like semi-sexual with a person your virginity is lost like
0: but it's not a thing that's lost like where did it go
1: like also this, this
0: this language of loss also really bothers me
2: Add something yes
0: like isn't please. it isn't it that you gain
2: something through a, yeah experience. if it's experience especially if it's positive i remember i think i think like one thing that really is really associated with uh the loss of virginity for women would be like you go you're going into this area when you are you risk you you can you can get some infections and then you risk to get pregnant So it's like a very scary and risky Behavior That not that does not necessarily happen If uh, Kind of It's still less dangerous for you if you're a man And it's like less dangerous for you If you're like a gay couple
0: mm, I don't know Like HIV also Is a thing But
1: <laughs> I don't know I mean I don't think it's really that dangerous it's like sure there there are consequences of having sex both like heterosexual sex and non-heterosex like
0: there's consequences to everything yeah and the health risks involved in sexuality are pretty easily managed with the right kind of education yeah
1: and the, the right amount of communication with like the people you're having sex with
0: mm-hmm um, I'm more interested... I'm less interested in, like, the fact that it's, like, risky health-wise more so than it's risky socially. hmm Um, to, like... What
1: do you mean by risky socially?
0: Um, okay, so... I'm thinking of applying to, like, PhD programs. So I'm reading research, for, like, the research specifically of, like, scholars who, in the program I'm interested in applying to. And one... It was really interesting. She studied, um like, women and casual sex.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
0: really
1: yeah, so she,
0: <laughs> what she found was that women are as interested in casual sex as men are, mm-hmm. but the reason why they have it less frequently is because of social consequences mm-hmm. and because it tends not to be very good for women. Yeah. So those are the two main reasons. So the co- social consequences were generally, like, um, like a casual sex encounter with someone that isn't very like trustworthy or one doesn't know very well, there's always a risk that like he'll like ruin her reputation. Right. Mm -hmm. So basically women are just as likely as men to have casual sex if they can be ensured like discretion and that it'll be like a pleasurable experience for them. Mm -hmm. So that's like the whole basis of her career, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But um, yeah, so the the social consequences I think is what is, what's interesting to me. And also about like the way someone looks at their own, identity and mm-hmm. um, it as it relates to sexual experience or lack thereof and mm-hmm. and also this idea of purity like what even is that
1: yeah it's some patriarchal bullshit but like um like i think it has to tie with like uh abrahamic religion views on like sexuality right um it's like a non- Abrahamic Christians
0: tradition. have a particular preoccupation yes, with clear- really purity, do. I have to say.
1: But like other traditions don't have quite so much like hang-ups
0: Also, like I remember, um, like looking specific, um, maybe you know more about this, Svetlana, but like there are specifically like Central Asian Jewish communities where, um, part of the marriage r- ritual was like a tent where like the marriage was consummated and like. You had to produce, like, a bloody sheet. Like, mm-hmm. you had to, like, open the tent and, like, show a bloody sheet. Yeah. <laughs> like, look, virginity was lost yep. violently, no less. Yeah. (laughs) Um,
1: It's some barbaric (laughs) shit. And, like,
0: and because there were such intense consequences to if you weren't perceived virginal, Mm -hmm. like, a lot of women would, like, bloody a sheet in advance with, like, Mm -hmm. animal blood. And it was actually, like, pretty well known that was the practice. Yeah. Because you didn't want to, like, be, um, like, have the marriage disqualified or be ousted from Mm -hmm. your community because you couldn't produce evidence of virginity. Yeah. So that's fucked up, is it's all I'm saying. Totally fucked up. Um, and but also like, I'm just general. Now that I mean, I was married. I have a kid. I'm obviously not a virgin. Oh but wow! Really? I know <laughs> breaking news.
3: We did not know this, in the audience.
0: <laughs> Next at eight. The more Fox we- is not a virgin. <laughs> what? <laughs>
1: no, I haven't been a virgin since I was uh, really, really young. Mm-hmm. I mean I But would can say, we like also not my say? Right?
0: Can we also not say like that you're a virgin or you lose your vir- like this whole language is just how, so upsetting. Yes.
1: How would you like us to like talk about it or label it? Pre virginity, post virginity.
0: Like virginity <laughs> is not a thing. I know. <laughs> there's just relative <laughs> experience or lack thereof with sexual encounters. That's
1: That's
3: okay, the so, better way to put it. So would you yeah. say what is your sexual experience or how is your relative a sexual
2: history yeah, and there's also
0: limited situations where that's even relevant
2: i also feel like many people especially women like have this like first sexual experience uh, which is very like upsetting painful uncomfortable and they either stop having it for a while until they just like become more mature and like meet a mature partner and they just like continue with it and then after like several years they meet someone new and they're like oh okay this is what it was supposed to be about so even though they lost their virginity they did not really I feel like what's more important if like if you think about rites of passage is just like when you reach certain stage when you're comfortable w- with your body and you like know what you want and like you know how to communicate right
0: maybe like a person's first orgasm is the most significant moment in the person's sexual I was asleep <laughs> Can we maybe unpack that? Let's move oh, on right bit. away from yeah, that. I that.
1: mean, my first orgasm was like oh, like a wet dream. Oh. Okay. mission, yeah.
2: <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. Your, your first conscious like orgasm, you were like,
3: trying to orgasm, like
2: or I think because mm. this is stage two.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's
0: true.
1: I'm sorry, I missed that. Could you say it again?
3: There's a
0: difference between like an orgasm with a partner and an orgasm on your own.
1: Yeah. Um. I mean. Like, mine was like I said, I was like 16. So. Cool. Okay.
0: Also, from what I understand, I don't know, but orgasms are very different for women than they are, or for people with vulvas and clitoris? And vaginas. Vaginas and clitorises and all that. Oh, yeah. And lab- in your and outer labia.
3: <laughs> so, as I understand it, and I well, may this. be wrong, there's two different orgasms for women there's a clitoral orgasm and a G spot orgasm. Oh, no, there's three there's clitoral, there's
1: G spot, and there's both.
3: Like and when I, you orgasm from both.
1: Also, mental orgasms, non sexual erogenous orgasms. Okay. Sexual erogenous. What's a non
0: sexual erogenous? Like, I. Isn't, like that, that, isn't that a contradiction? Like, that's like
1: if you, like, have someone, like, kiss your neck enough and you come, things like that. But
0: isn't that sexual? What's non-sexual about that?
1: Oh, did I say? You I, said
0: non-sexual erogenous, which was intriguing oh, yeah. and seemed contradictory.
1: <laughs> sure, yeah. I, I was meaning, like, not genitals.
0: So. Okay, okay. Non-genital so orgasm. Be. Yeah.
1: Okay. Non-genital erogenous
0: orgasm.
2: Got it yeah there is also like this kind of orgasm you can have like with with, like with your thoughts what we can also include some kind of like muscle muscle efforts but it's basically not
1: are you talking about like orgasming by like flexing your pcs
2: yeah kind of (laughs)
1: like specifically like Hmm. working out the vagina to come is that i guess <laughs> I mean, you—you're the one who knows. So. I just like
3: to say the <laughs> expression "celeste face" right now is—I can't even describe. it I
0: was intrigued and worried at the same time. <laughs>
1: Why I mean, would you be worried? There. you.
0: Here, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that sounds cool.
2: Yeah, I, I just enjoyed—I just enjoyed watching a band talking about. Women's orgasms. Like, oh, yeah, that was a cool. Very interesting example of men describing a women's uh, <laughs> uh, experiences. Yeah, but the male <laughs> perception of women's experiences
0: is really yeah, cool.
3: <laughs> yeah, um, why don't we talk about? The women perceptions of the male's experience.
2: Yeah, Yeah, let's do that. I've been so interested. Like, I always ask this question, like, how does it feel? Like, what kind of sensation do you have? Like, and men are like, well, I don't know. And like, oh, like, how do you feel in different positions? How do you feel? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) know.
0: (laughs) It feels good, I guess.
1: (laughs) I mean, for me, different parts of my, like, anatomy feel different like some things get better pleasure than others
0: I just feel like my very very rudimentary anecdotal understanding of <laughs> these different experiences are that women just experience things because of um, estrogen just more holistically in general so for women orgasms are physical they're emotional they're um, involve a lot of like sensations and a lot of build up and a lot of um, mental preparation and for men it's like a very physical release or for me- or for people with penises. It's just kind of like this like physical sensation of a draining of the scrotum. And oh my God. What? did I say something wrong? Did I say something inaccurate? Why is everyone laughing at me? <laughs> Am I woman splating? I think so a little bit. I'm just describing. I,
1: mean, I don't think. I don't know. I've, Tell me if
0: I'm wrong. I
1: don't think I've I'm ever necessarily ears. experienced my scrotum go. S- like, drain out. Yeah. I, I
0: <laughs> so by all means, contrast it with your lived experience. Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 no, room 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 so no room.
0: more women-splaining. Yeah. We need to hear from the people with penises. To, like, let's
2: just let's just finish with a whim from the people with labia. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's very, like, like you're right on the one hand. On the other hand, I want to include all these men that have different experience with sex, right? There's, like, uh, demisexuals, and there's, in general, men. This is that a real thing? Yes. Yes. Okay. I definitely know... I definitely met men who, for whom, like, organs are difficult sometimes, and they need like a lot of build up and the moment they're somehow anxious insecure I don't know what they got in their feelings they just can't do it and they I don't know they can't get it up or they can't come or they can't whatever I don't know or it's or they can't but they're feeling weird so I think it, it can be a struggle I kind mental. of forgot men are human too for a second Thank
1: you. <laughs> did you think they were just like robot sex autonomy.
2: Like more like animalistic, yeah. like I don't know, like physical. <laughs> yeah, but it's not true. And also, like women, like women have so so much expectations. Like we, want, like men to be like ready all the time. We're like we just project this. Like oh, men are like super sexual. They think about sex all the time. They need to be like ready all the time. They can.
0: I so, remember. You know, I remember being told as like a kid or a teenager, like men think about sex every seven seconds. What? <laughs>
1: I think it's, like, everybody thinks about sex every 2nd I've never
3: heard this <laughs> really? about anyone thinking about sex every second. The oh, seven-second yeah. thing is what gets me. Like, why is it
1: seven? It Because that's really a short amount of time, and they're making you, like, they're trying to, like, in some ways scare yeah. people into, like, having not sexual desire, because... The i think it was
0: but it was also a way of scaring women and girls into like away from let's say like a male friendship or like mm-hmm. uh, um in something like that because it's like or their own you sexual can't...
1: desires mm-hmm.
0: yeah it's just a way of like hypersexualizing men and um like making okay. women into pearl clutching uh whatever
1: that's all hypersexualized.
3: Like, for a while, also, <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, I, I, I'm so hypersexual <laughs> over here.
0: One, two, three, mm. four, five, oh, six, six seven, seven poops. Oh, yes. <laughs> I was thinking,
2: I already forgot what I was gonna say, but uh, I I think.
0: Redacted. Sure.
2: Redacted. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Yeah, with women like. I feel like, oh, maybe you need to, like... I feel like women on some days of the cycle think about, like, sex every first second and some (laughs) some days, like, every 14 seconds. So maybe it's all the same. But I feel like it also depends, like... I think many people, men and women, and this is something I really want to talk about, just work so much. It's capitalism, guys. Like, capitalism. We work so much that we are not even... We don't really want to have sex because we're tired and it's, like, happening everywhere. And, like, but if you don't work, then you you, you can, like, think about sex all the time.
0: <laughs> all right, I want to hear the male perspective now. Are you human? Are emotions involved?
2: <laughs> and we also include m- m- all men with penises <laughs> oh, yeah. here.
0: People with penises and men. Both. Uh,
1: I men, am you know, definitely a hobbit, not a human. Um, and... Uh, I think about sex frequently but probably not every seven seconds when I was younger maybe like when I was a teen probably <laughs>
3: <laughs> um I probably think about sex every 14 hours
2: wow, that's super specific <laughs>
3: Like, yeah, seven seconds isn't
1: this? specific.
2: How did you develop like develop this measure?
1: <laughs> oh, I just made it up on a spot. <laughs> <laughs> like eighty eight percent of all uh, statistics, probably. So yeah. do you guys
0: think orgasms are different for men and women or penis havers and vagina havers? And then second question, do you think that the concept of virginity, just to tie it back, is impacts male and female? penis vagina people differently and how so to both
1: so um describe i think that like orgasms are uniquely different across the spectrum Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. uh mental orgasms for some people are like way different than for others like a physical orgasm for me might just be like a physical orgasm like okay there is some like ex Excretions and yeah. drainings
0: was, perhaps no i don't feel
1: a draining i feel like just an expulsion of like fluids.
3: that sounds
0: like a draining to me <laughs> but
1: I, I know what Vox <laughs> is
3: saying like i've definitely had ejaculations no where i didn't feel as though i orgasm if that makes sense
1: mm-hmm. it does yeah i know what you mean yeah yeah that that's an expulsion that's like when i'm like Doing a maintenance day. Can we unpack that? Can,
3: can, we, can <laughs> we, can someone, can you explain to us? I think only Vox can explain day. that.
1: Like, it's healthy to have your, like... Release? Yeah, your release. Because, Draining? like... Them dry.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Is it a whole day?
1: No, it, it's like... <laughs> it's an act within a day. <laughs> and it's not a daily thing, it's... You
2: know, just I mean, a whole day to do anything. I mean,
1: I probably have done a whole day of nothing but
0: like. You do know. you stretch first? And after,
1: <laughs> you gotta do it both, or else. Do you just... like
0: listen to Eye of the Tiger to like How pump do you get yourself? get ready
2: for like a marathon. I don't um, know if I if I really want to know any more details. A lot of
1: lube. Um, <laughs> what? A lot of lube. A shower beforehand and afterhand.
2: Do you, sh- you take showers? Um,
1: yeah. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> Why was that a question? <laughs> hygiene
0: is important.
1: Yeah, hygiene is super important. Um, and uh, What do you eat? Uh, eggs. How many details do we need to
0: know? Um, we need math. to maintain <laughs> some <laughs> mystery. Yeah, Don't lots we? of
1: sausages. Um, <laughs> lots they're, of fruit. Yeah, guys. Boundaries. Um, <laughs> boundaries. Well, that Just was define the episode. boundaries for us. So I
3: don't I need to
0: know about Vox's maintenance day. I don't need any more details. No. I'm, sorry, I'm good.
3: No. I directly <laughs> asked. Vox Vox, so. I um,
0: don't need to know what foods, what I, lunges are done to prepare. It was all
1: educational for me. <laughs> uh, so virginity is a social construct that's stupid. It's just about, like, how... But I
0: want to know how it has impacted you as somebody with a penis. Uh, it hasn't
1: because I lost it really early. or I I exchanged it exchanged for a different it. state of being.
0: But is it really... <laughs> is it really that much of a... Does it really have that much of an impact on your state of being, your identity, or this, that, or the other? I
1: mean, I went from having sex to not having
0: sex. But, like, I don't know. Like, I literally... Like looked in the mirror the day after my wedding and was like, "Do I look different? Because I'm not a virgin anymore." Oh <laughs> I'm was sorry. You? I I Did really you? thought no.
2: I feel this is only interesting if you're not married and people are like looking at you and like trying to uh, trying to guess. But if you're married and everyone knows that you probably had sex, it's like it's not so interesting whether you look different or not. <laughs>
1: Did it change either of your other two's outlook or did you look at yourself in the mirror as like, Am I different? Stretching all your orifices and like All my orifices. <laughs> I don't know. All of them. I mean, wow. didn't you use all of your orifices the first time you fucked? No.
0: <laughs> I don't wanna put pressure on anyone, but maybe we should also share about this passage from From non virginity to non virginity, this imaginary but socially significant.
2: Yeah, I was gonna ask, like, the people with penises, (laughs) penile,
0: learn your Latin. God, that's the correct pluralization. (laughs) Penny, I like that one. The little pine tree, Panini. I think we got it. Panini, anyway.
1: So,
2: so, Panini (laughs) happened.
1: Florida. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, so the people with, with, the, with the penis, with the little pipes. <laughs> yeah. What about our pipes? What about so, us? So did you feel like pressure that you need to uh, go through this ride as of passage as soon as possible?
1: No. I, I had like the like fake romanticization that like pop culture gives to me. And then afterwards I'm like, oh, that was fine. Because I liked the person I was like having sex with, but like mm-hmm. it was my first like high school girlfriend, etc. You know, but like it wasn't that like exciting or interesting. Past like ooh, sex is new and fun.
2: I feel like personally I did not really have that, but like many many girls with labia, <laughs>
3: <laughs> labia like have
2: this pressure like if you do it it has to be with something you have really special feelings for and I I wasn't right this way I think my mom was telling me she's like uh, you need to be with someone who is like experienced and like nice and stuff like that but I think like many men are like yeah it's gonna be someone by
1: experienced did she mean like sexually experienced yeah. or did she just mean like someone you've had a lot of experience with
2: no like with some sexual experience and I feel like men have, have less pressure about that like oh I need to be someone you like have really intense romantic feelings and, and also was thinking like me or like, oh you just to have this experience with someone who will make this experience um, good and will not traumatize you you know I think and that's then, the
1: important thing
2: yeah and my idea was like oh when I meet the love of my life I want to be ready for that <laughs> <laughs> but can you imagine if we treated it
0: like let's say driving a car like the first time you drive a car like it's cool because it's a new experience but does it really matter that much like do we really think back on it and be like oh the first time I drove a car like I don't really remember like it was significant at the time and like it definitely set the stage for future times driving but there's been so many experiences driving since then that have completely replaced it and like um So it had some significance at the time, but like, I don't know, like, it doesn't really have significance anymore. And I don't think of myself, I didn't look in the mirror the first time after I drove and be like, now I'm a person who drove. Like, can people tell? (laughs) Do people know? Like, you know, like, (laughs) imagine if we put the same weight on it as that. And then there's also like, I don't know, like when I was a kid, and this is terrible, my... I have a sister who's five years older than me. She used to drive and let me hold the steering wheel for her. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) And I was, like, maybe nine, and that was, like, incredible and fun. Um, But, like, I don't know, like, I don't think of gradations like that. Like, I'm sure there's many people who, like, the first time they have a sexual encounter is not necessarily the first time they have, like, penetrative sex necessarily. So, like.
1: Same. Or, I didn't. I had other things.
0: Right, so like it's also like there's gradations of it like there isn't one it only has significance to the extent that we place on it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so for some people the first time they have a sexual encounter might be way more significant than the first time they have penetrative sex
1: mm-hmm. I mean I... yeah how about <laughs> you did
3: it change your outlook at all um I like this off by tell you about, like, my first experience of puberty, which I don't know if I told the story or not, but this is my rendition of puberty. So, like, I'm down on the stairs in the basement playing video games, and I look down at my crotch and it's like, oh, look, there's puberty. And I go back to playing video games. (laughs) So. I have some questions about that. (laughs) What are your questions? I would like to hear these.
0: I guess it's just was it, like, a Did you notice a hair? What would... Probably uh,
3: just my erect penis. Oh,
0: I see. Okay. All right, that was it. That was the only question.
3: Okay. So, I mean, that... I'm using that as a descriptor for how, like, important sex is to me. At least right now. It's never... I mean, it was a lot more important for me before when I was younger and less aware about myself, but now it's, it's basically the same thing
1: I mean I, I think part of that is like basic needs for a teen and you, young person are way different than as an adult right cause like sex feels way more urgent when I was younger I was like oh my god I'm dying cause you know I <laughs> haven't like had sex in xyz time but now it's just like oh this is you know happening or not
0: But to return to, like, an earlier point, I think Svetlana raised, like, the first time, what about, like, a sexual experience with oneself, like, as a form of sexual exploration? Like, that is an incredibly significant moment, but we don't really put a lot of weight on that.
1: Uh, wasn't very, nothing was very significant in that regard for me, so. Explored. Found things I, I liked and didn't.
0: Which age was
1: that?
2: Which age was that?
1: Uh... Young teens.
3: I was kind of, like, shocked the first time I had, like, a, a wet dream or a nocturnal admission. Let's use more medical terms here. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, like, really took me back. And then after a while, it became more acceptable to me and to where I can like, pleasure myself. But at first, I was, like, kind of scared, honestly.
0: What were you scared of?
3: Just, like... It was, like, a new experience that I never experienced before. That's really bad English.
0: <laughs> but what was scary about it? We do new things a lot that aren't necessarily scary. Maybe you did new things a lot.
3: <laughs> My life was video
2: games as a teenager. I'm wondering, um, so, I don't know, I, like, women talk a lot about, like, uh, being prepared or not what...
0: Are you trying to grab her
2: boob? No. <laughs> okay, yes. Svetlana
0: has both. Can we... ha- I could, but I just wanted to describe yes. that Svetlana's hands were like snuggled under a blanket and I had to hold the mic. For- get your
2: hands out! <laughs> yeah, I was pleasuring myself on that. <laughs> I know. I, gotta, I gotta, gotta. So
1: you're a quiet, your quiet one, is what you're be- saying?
2: Yes. Otherwise, I'm gonna get this, you know. <laughs> Good. Uh, so, uh, like, we we talk a lot about like girls being or not being prepared by their parents or educational system to so their first menstruation. I'm wondering whether guys are informed uh, about uh, nocturnal emissions. Yeah,
1: we learned about it in sex ed. At <sighs> least on my
2: you sibling. had sex ed. Oh my god! And you also, don't you have older brothers?
0: Yes, I have no. older siblings. So so I abs- know how that
1: goes. I
2: bet you didn't have sex ed.
0: I remember in fifth grade being separated from the boys and learning of, I remember learning about periods. Not really about sex, Wait, but about this periods. Was was this was in this was before. Oh wow. I remember learning about periods and yeah. like the month the cycles and whatnot. Your That's moon blood. To My moon that? blood.
1: <laughs> Do you get more powerful witchery on your moon blood or not?
0: Yes. <laughs> But, yeah, I got my first period when I was, like, 11, so... Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why I felt like I had to confess that, but... Yeah,
2: no, I think I think it's... Because, like, people don't think about that. I feel like it's really important if you have sex ed, is that it happens in time, because you can say, okay, this happens when girls are, like, 13. But, like, not all girls... Get it at 13. You have but to start I, this education at like 11. But just also, I remember
0: I saw a chart recently of they, um, they interviewed a lot of women about the first time they felt sexualized by men. And a lot of it was as early as eight or nine.
3: Oh, that's, that's scary. Yeah. That's most
0: scary. of it was around, that was like maybe the earliest, maybe a little earlier. Usually it's around 13, 14. Most women, girls feel that so yeah it's kind of interesting how women feel sexualized maybe before they even learn much about sexuality so yeah there's that
3: so i'd like to uh change the topic slightly not not a lot so just to go on kind of like what you were saying earlier about um how you know the idea of virginity is not real but a lot of people put a lot of weight behind it cuz um i i work in a hospital and i you know during our downtime we we talk about things and a lot of it's about sex and like oh, yeah. i <laughs> yeah baby yeah, yeah that's what you i i i can't tell how how many times people have asked me like when's the last time you had sex i'm like why do you care Ask that. like everyone, men, women, everyone. Like maybe
1: people at work, to get with you. Yo. Oh, yeah, no. like you're hot, so <laughs> maybe they're like
3: trying to get you. No, it's more like mm, this person won't talk about this, so I'm sure they're not having sex regularly. Because if they were having sex regularly, they'd be talking about it a lot mm. more.
2: Mm,
0: also, like I imagine, like for people who might not have too much in common, mm-hmm. like sex is something we all enjoy. Yeah. So, like let's all talk
2: about. It. Okay, can I, I say know? something really bad? Yes. yes. I just, I just, I just. It's maybe it's can something you Russian. The mic? No, because I don't want to fill it. <laughs> we just have have this like in Russia. We have this idea about like this like doctors and nurses having this like night shifts. And oh, yeah, night shift
1: it, fucking.
3: it's probably real. Oh, I can tell you right now.
1: I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's definitely real.
2: Tell us um, in Russia. Is it true? Yeah. Explain <laughs> no.
3: True? Yeah, explain more about what you've heard um, they about have, like, night sexual
2: ship. experiences with each other. Oh. Oh. During uh, those shifts. <laughs>
3: maybe. I mean, they we talk about Ben it a does lot.
0: not kiss and tell.
3: I mean, I think the more specific thing is I don't kiss a lot. Mm.
0: But if you did, you wouldn't tell.
3: Mm. It would depend on what kind of mood I'm in.
1: <laughs> Whether it's voice night or not. Uh, uh, yeah, Do you, whatever. Oh, you're more like a locker
2: room talker. So the answer is yes. A what? <laughs> Bro- locker room talker.
1: Oh, No. <laughs>
3: But I mean, we the the topics that we discuss in the hospital during the night shift are very funny. Um, so we were I was talking with someone recently uh, because they were uh, the hospital was offering contracts for people to work uh, if they work six weeks full time they would get like extra money or whatever. And then we were discussing like the actual amount of money that we would get. And this one nurse told me she could just like show her tits online and she can make more money than they were offering you know for the contract so you know it everyone's pretty open about like sex and stuff and like we've talked about like or they've
0: talked about
3: like doing foot videos and selling them on the online or like showing them online to make money wow
0: teachers do not talk about that
3: Oh, all the time. Come, just, just come stop by the hospital one day. If you want just some raunchy conversation, we have it.
1: This is why nurses and doctors make the best lovers. Well, <laughs> I have a question. I don't know if that's true. So, like,
2: I, I, I imagine, like, nurses, nurses and doctors, uh, like, they have at least theoretical knowledge about, like, human anatomy. I'm wondering if this always converts... Into better skills or not? <laughs> I
3: would, I would like, hope so. Like, <laughs> like you would want a gymnastic, uh, a gymnast to be like sexually prevalent, but like that's not an early thing. Like,
0: wait, just to bring it back to virginity for a second. <laughs> what about the um, what's it called? The um, hymen. I learned recently that that's not necessarily a thing. Um, yeah, there
3: not every person with a
0: vagina has a hymen. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, there's a stretching, but it might not necessarily, like, be a breaking or a popping of the cherry right. like we have right. in, the like, che- this popular <laughs> imagination.
2: I also heard that the, the blood doesn't really ha- come from a hymen. It comes from just the walls of the vagina because of lack of lubrication. And if, if it's true, it's, like, extremely oh. sad. Yeah I mean that's why bit. you
1: rev the engine. Yeah, you know, stick some motor oil in there if you need <laughs> to. I have a
0: funny story about that. <laughs> um, us. So um so as you guys know about me, I come from a very religious community and background. And one time I got hired for a babysitting job at a convention of Kala teachers. So Kala teachers are people who teach about sexuality to brides. So, because there's no formal education before that. And so I was in the car. Basically, I got a ride to this babysitting gig with a bunch of college teachers, and they were telling horror stories basically about uh, their experiences educating women about sexuality. And um, one of them was about someone who was experiencing very, very, very painful, bloody sex, and about how, like, the husband didn't, and I quote, Prepare her. And I never forgot that wording because it sounded like a casserole. Like, (laughs) like, she's not a casserole. But, like, I love, it was just kind of cute almost how, like, that's how they thought about it. It just seemed also very, like, innocent somehow to me. Like, prepare. Mm -hmm. You prepare your partner. There's always
1: enough time for lube. Don't forget that. Lube (laughs) only. Lube. Lube We're
0: missing great. all this like ASMR from yeah. Svetlana, of, like what was, what was that,
3: Svetlana? <laughs>
0: Yikes.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you guys didn't hear it, but Svetlana was like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um I think that sounds about good. In conclusion, virginity is not real. <laughs> um hymen's are not real. Um sexual experience. is is real and how it changes your identity is up to you
1: thanks for joining our conversation talk next month